Welcome, dance lovers, to Ask a Dancer with Stacey Morgan. Hello and welcome to Ask a Dancer, the podcast for aspiring dancers looking to make it in the performing arts industries. My name is Stacey Morgan. I'm the principal of Port Macquarie Performing Arts, a dance school on the mid-north coast of New South Wales. And joining me from Dance Informer is their chief editor, Deborah Searle. Is that your correct title, Deb? Yeah, yeah, that or managing editor Managing or edi- editor. Anything, CEO, make it all happen. CEO. Yes. <laughs> Any of the above, basically. That's awesome. We're broadcasting live from the Victorian Dance Festival, which is just this awesome event which I actually had never been to until this year so for me this experience um, seeing this dance community and seeing this this, the atmosphere of this this festival has just been so eye-opening have you been involved with the festival for a while now as uh, in in your role at Dance Informer yeah yeah we've been supporting the festival for several years now Um, when Kate first had the vision and she really wanted to reach out to regional schools um, make you know amazing instructors accessible to regional dancers in Victoria and to just have something down here for the dance community um, we were like yes we want to be on board with that we want to help out so we've sort of stepped up our involvement every year Um, the last two years we've been the media partner so we've been promoting everything they're doing and interviewing the instructors and doing a lot of social media and all that kind of thing just to keep spreading the word for them and doing the media wall and this year we brought 20,000 sequins (laughs) 20,000 sequins any festival any dance festival really needs 20,000 sequins that's what we thought (laughs) and so we have a media wall a photo wall that's made of 20,000 sequins. Outstanding. With the VDF logo and the Dance Informer logo. I so think we really need to have a photo in front of the 20,000 sequins. We wall. do. It is nice and sparkly, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so yeah, we've been involved for a while now and we absolutely love this festival. We love the heart of it. It's about the passion for dance. It's about community. It's about getting together to do what we love. Um, and we, that's just what our heart is. That's why we started Dance Informer. So we, you know, we're totally on board with this festival. And we're excited to be here. That's awesome. So talking about dance and how it is part of your heart and part of your, your being, how did dance first um, enter your life? Um, so I started dancing very young and I've just never stopped. Um, basically, I, when I was little, I was crazy and climbing over everything. And my mum was like, I'm going to put you in gymnastics. And I said, oh, OK, but I really want to do ballet. And she didn't believe me because I was too rambunctious. <laughs> She's like, you will not stand still at a bar. Like, that's just not going to happen. So she put me in gymnastics. She ignored my requests. And then after about two years, um, she was like, okay, I'll let you do ballet. And um, and then I just never looked back. And she said, oh, I should have just put you in that straight away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she was really shocked. It really tamed me. That's awesome. Um, and I just, yeah, I don't ever remember not loving dance and having a fire in my belly for dance and a passion for it. And so, you know, all the way through my training, you know, it can be really, really hard. Absolutely. Um, but it was always something that I wanted to work at and something that I wanted to achieve and something that I was excited about. And I'm just a dance junkie. I'm always at a dance show, at a festival, um, in a class, you know, teaching. Yeah. I'm always doing something dance related, basically. When it's so much part of your spirit and part of your insides, as you said, the fire in your belly, it's really hard to kind of step away from it but being an editor of a magazine even though it's a dance magazine is kind of it's a different hat that you have to wear Mm -hmm. how did that 
that side of your your career kind of develop and and where did that kind of start yeah so it's been um it's tricky because I'm stuck at a computer a lot I get to see a lot of beautiful dance but I don't get to dance as much now yeah um and so but then when I am dancing it's like oh this is why I do it I'm home (laughs) I'm me when I'm dancing yeah Um, But I was working in marketing in Sydney um, and I was dancing for a company and I was teaching during the night and certain hours during the week, but then working in marketing for this firm. And I just felt like I always knew I had a business degree and I always felt like I was meant to marry business with dance Mm -hmm. somehow, but I had no idea how. Yeah. Um, And... Then um, when I had moved to Sydney, I was really frustrated because I moved from Adelaide to Sydney thinking the dance opportunities will be endless. It's going to be so exciting. And then I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what was on. I would find out about an audition two days after it happened. Oh, how frustrating. Someone would say to me, oh my goodness, Deb, these people, this company came in. You would have been perfect for the role. Where were you? And I'm like... I didn't know. Like, I was so frustrated. And there were so many fantastic shows that would be coming to town and I wouldn't know until it was too late. And, and so I just felt like dancers really weren't informed. Yes. I felt like the industry could be very clicky um, and you only knew if you were in the know, like mm-hmm. if you, had, you were in a certain group and people didn't necessarily tell you something was on because they didn't really want you to go because they wanted the job you know it was really like hard as a new person to a city and so I felt like dancers needed to be informed and that's kind of where Dance Informer birthed out of that's perfect yeah so I just kind of started doing it in my lack of spare hours (laughs) at like three in the morning exactly and and that was kind of my next question you were teaching you were dancing and you were working a a full-time job Mm mm-hmm a lot of dancers, you know, think, how, how am I going to do this and how am I going to make this work? But you must have had incredible passion and drive to be able to sustain that kind of lifestyle being so busy. I must what was have. That, what was that time like? I don't know what I was thinking, <laughs> but I was seriously working till like three every morning. So I got home and I would just get on that laptop. I would be on at dress rehearsals and I'm at the back. Yeah. And like costume, makeup done and I'm on my laptop. Like I just remember... and. I don't even know where I got the energy from, but I was 23, yeah. you know, and life was, you know, the world was my oyster yeah. and, and I was just like, I've got, I just knew I, I needed to do this and I didn't realise how large it would get. I didn't, I didn't know that, you know, eventually we'd have a US edition, an Australian edition and 70 journalists around the globe and all the things we have now. I had no idea. It was just like, this needs to happen. Yep. And I'm just going to start it. And I started small. And I had great friends who came around and said, well, hang on, I'm really great at web design. I'll help you. And I can build databases. I'll help you. And oh, awesome. And a really supportive husband who was like, yeah, this is a cool idea. And he was really helpful. And, you know, I was like, I'm not cooking dinner. I've got to do this. Yes. <laughs> I'm on deadline. <laughs> I'm on deadline. And he's like, okay, I'll go get food. You know, like just a very, very supportive partner made yeah. a big difference. And just working really hard to the point where then I went part-time on my job um, and then eventually went full-time on Dance Informer. So, yeah. And I've had to step down the teaching, which is unfortunate because I love it. Yeah. But I now more just do guest teaching yep. um, or like once a week. So I'm between the States and Australia. So when I'm in the States, I usually teach once or twice a week. And when I'm back here, I usually do more like guest teaching. So I've had to cut it down because it's just not feasible. Yeah. And now with a child and everything else... But 
I still have to be involved. Like, yeah. And I go teach that class or I go take a class or, you know, and it's like that fire just gets ignited again. And yeah, it's like, this is why I'm doing it. This yeah. is why we have dance. And do you find you can run on that class? Like you could do a class yes. and you've got energy and passion and enthusiasm that you run on for a couple of days. Oh, it totally. just takes, takes you totally. away. Totally. And I like can't stop smiling and I come home and I'm like, oh my goodness, I just love dancing. Like yes. that class was amazing. And I'm running through the whole class with my husband. In the lounge room. Yeah. yeah. He's like, okay. <laughs> and like, then we did this. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, okay, I, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I like, guess yeah, so invigorated from just from dancing and from sharing dance with kids and seeing them get it, you yes. know, seeing their eyes light up. Yeah. So, yeah, makes such a difference to me. I love the way that dancers has followed you and, and kept with you that entire time and how you've been able to make... Uh, you know your passion project this magazine you were writing at three o'clock in the morning and and backstage all dressed up in in costume into your full-time job tell us how it went from just you backstage to this huge empire that it now is where you've got a u.s edition and the australian edition and you're going between countries and tell us how that kind of evolved yeah so it's kind of was really organic actually so my husband got a job offer in the states and I was like well we can't because I've got dance informer going on and um and he's like but what a cool opportunity and we're like well yeah we're like well let's just see if it's online yep I can travel back as much as I can and I already had some journalists on board and they were like look we can go to events for you and we can kind of be your hands and feet a little bit and so we went to the States um, and then I started teaching at conventions and summer workshops and stuff there and people were like, what is this magazine thing you've got and that kind of thing and it, yeah, and it just kind of evolved from there and there was so much interest and we were shocked that there is nothing like it in America. There is no online dance magazine in America. How is that possible? I have no idea. With such a huge dance yeah. population. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. There was nothing. So they were crying out for you essentially. They were crying and, you, and there out you were. For it. And so we were like, well, let's just start it. And it just exploded. And we just had people, you know, wanting to become journalists. We had we met with a lot of great people in the industry that I was teaching at through conventions and things that were like, oh, I know someone who's a great writer or, you know, recommending people and meeting with people and just a lot of long, long hours, yeah. but it's been really, really worth it. And then we've slowly brought on team members. Um, we brought on our assistant editor when I was like 34 weeks pregnant or oh, something. Wow. And we said, hang on, like, <laughs> how is I this cannot work, work these yeah. hours with a newborn. Yeah. And so we brought her on and she was fabulous. And then we've slowly been bringing people on since then and it's just been growing. That is incredible. So, but it's been really organic and we've tried to be really... Um, smart with it you know let's go like oh we need like this many people bring them on because you know we don't want to be charging crazy amounts for advertising and that kind of thing we really want dance informer to be accessible it's free subscription it's a free service to the industry and we're completely supported by advertisers so we want to make sure that our advertisers get an amazing amazing package from us they get so much support um, and we don't want to be, you know, charging through the roof for things. So we've been real, tried to be really strategic with, you know, how many staff we have and try to be as lean as possible That's so awesome. that we can provide this service, basically. So for dancers that are out there and they're thinking, I don't have a side hustle, I don't have anything extra that I do, I, I just dance. You so clearly were able to create your own. What advice do you have for those um, young aspiring dancers that are thinking I'm, I'm, I need something else and I don't yeah. quite know where to look yeah yeah I think 
just really sit down and think what am I passionate about what do I like to do is there something I would like to be doing is there something I'd like to have a full back on if I stop dancing or if I cut down on my dancing or something and just start something if there's something that interests you a course that interests you and you think oh, I can't do it I'm too busy you can do it you can make it happen mm-hmm. I made it happen I've had so many friends who have made it happen I've got you know a sister-in-law who just who just had this passion for counseling and while being a mother and working full-time she was also doing a counseling degree which wow. was madness but she got her degree now and now she's working in the field she loves so yep. we just have to put our mind to it if there's something you want to do start it do it get a team around you of people that support you that's really important yes people that don't support you you don't need that yep um, and and they will the naysayers will always be there. They will, they will always, always be, be people there. They'll tap on your shoulder saying, "Yeah, is this is really a good idea." And you don't need that negative energy. Yeah, keep around the positive people, um, and you can do it. And it's so worth it. I'm so glad that I took that step of faith and started it, and yeah. just started working hard at it because I don't know what I'd be doing today if I wasn't doing dance informer. I'm so happy to be doing what I love in the industry I love, and to be helping dancers. And I never imagined that, you know, when I was dancing, you know, studying for my advance two and stuff like that and stressed out. And you know, I would did, never thought that I'd be doing dance informal one day. Yeah. You know, and so you don't know where you're going to be. But if you follow your passions and work hard, then you could be doing something that really fulfills you. Oh, I love it. Just to finish up, tell us, this is the opportunity for you to name drop and tell us all the <laughs> fabulous people you've got to meet because the people that I see on the cover of Dance Informer and the pen that I read the articles and I'm like, that's in, that's incredible. How did she get to talk to them? Yeah, yeah. How, do you have somebody in particular that it was a real pinch yourself moment, like I cannot believe I'm talking oh, to this person right so now? so many, so many. One of my first interviews was Stephen Heathcote of yes. the Australian Ballet, and I've always just adored him. He's yeah. just such an amazing, powerful, masculine dancer. Like, he's just, oh. I think for our generation, he was, he ticked all the boxes. Oh my he goodness. was the prince, but him then he was also Lucinda. the Spartacus. Yes. And, oh. yeah. So, I think he's one of my first interviews <laughs> yes, was him, and that was like a pinch me moment. I was like, I'm actually speaking to Stephen, Stephen yeah. Heathcote. Like, wow. Um, and Lucinda Dunn was a big deal for me when I first got to interview her because yep. she was always my all-time favourite ballerina. Me too. And we got to break a point record with her yesterday. yesterday oh my Victorian goodness. Dance Festival. Yes. That was amazing. Um, and then in the States, I mean, there's been so many phenomenal choreographers. I just had a, a wonderful interview with Mandy Moore who choreographed La La Land. Ah, wow. I've taken class with her too in the States. She is just amazing yeah. um her energy she's just so vibrant and so sweet um desmond richardson was a big oh, deal for me stop it he was a big deal he is gorgeous yes. inside and out oh wow so he was definitely a very big deal that was like a bucket list yeah thing um oh, i have a ginormous desmond on. richardson poster on my wall yeah um it now lives at my studio now that I have a studio but it used to live in my living room yeah and of course he's the most beautiful man ever yeah yeah. and my husband's friends would come over and be like (laughs) what's that (laughs) why is that on your wall I'm sorry it's Desmond Richardson you need to get over it because that is staying there but oh my gosh you got to interview him yeah so I've met he's um, invited me to several um, complexions rehearsals (gasps) and things now and well I was in New York a little while ago and one of my friends was flying in for a David Parsons workshop and I caught up with her and we're sitting having lunch and Desmond 
walked past and he goes, oh, Deborah. Oh. And he came and he started chatting to us. And my friend was like, she couldn't Falling breathe. Off like, the she was like, yeah. <laughs> Desmond recognized you out of a crowd. Like he's, wow. and I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In like, New York City. And we've because spoken there's kind a lot of, now. Yeah, there's kind of some, a lot of people there. So, yeah. and he picked and, you out of the crowd. And like, we know each other now and he sends me messages about stuff that Complexions is doing and, you know, invites me to rehearsals and performances and, and, that is just amazing to me because he's yes. such a beautiful human yeah. and a beautiful dancer and a beautiful human. So, yeah, yeah so and that's so amazing. incredibly successful in his field as well. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and he's still dancing yeah. like he's 20. Yeah. Like, oh. But yeah, and then there's all, you know, a lot of the So You Think He Can Dance names like, um, you know, Mia Michaels, Stacey Tukey, Travis Wall, you know, the whole yes. gamut of all those amazing stars. And yeah, just lots of people across the industry. And Sasha Odeski, oh. Stella Abrea are big, like, wow. amazing moments yeah. for me. Um, they're beautiful. We've had both of them on the cover. And the fact that they're just married is just, oh. Oh, it's the fairy tale, isn't <laughs> it's it? It's the fairy tale. They're so gorgeous. Yeah. But, yeah, there's just, there's so many. Um, and, yeah, there's just so many beautiful dancers around the world. And what I love the most is every time you talk to them, they are wonderful people. Yeah. You know, if to make it in dance, you have to be so hardworking. And if you're not grounded and you're not a focused person, you're not going to make it. So I meet these people and I'm like so starry-eyed and then I realise they're just people that work their butts off. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just beautiful artists, they're beautiful people and they love to talk about what they do and it's a real joy to chat with them. It's never, you know, no one's ever really a diva. Like, they're always wonderful. So it's it's a blessing to chat to them. Well, speaking of joy to talk to, you are a joy to talk to. Thank you so much for joining us on Ask a Dancer. Yeah, definitely. If people want to check out Dance Informer, where do they go? Just danceinformer.com. Ta-da. Cool. That easy. That easy. We're coming to you live from the Victorian Dance Festival. Thank you so much for joining us on Ask a Dancer. If you love the show, please make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes and rate or review us. That helps us share the love of Ask a Dancer all around the world. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you very soon with another very special guest from the Victorian Dance Festival. Thanks for listening to Ask a Dancer with Stacey Morgan. Get in touch with us at WPMPA.co or at Dance Q&A on Twitter.